You're listening to We Speak Common Presents The Cosmic Causeway, a Spelljammer miniseries. To find out more about We Speak Common, head to wespeakcommon.com for a full list of links for where we're available, including our social media channels like Twitter and Instagram, and of course, our Patreon, which makes series like this possible. Now sit back into that helm and hold on tight. We're heading to wild space. Welcome to We Speak Common. on the Cosmic Causeway. About that three hours in, you all and a few of the other deckhands are called to meet with the captain on the upper deck. Friends, as you can see, we are not far off of our supposed destination. Keep an eye out for any sort of drifting ship that you might see and to be prepared and on the lookout for any potential competition, as it were. Uh... It's glittery. Oh, oh, it's glittery! It's, it's glittery over here! Well, my friends, looks like it's uh, time for you to get to work. What? What is this? Uh, that is a form of communication. I have the other one. As you get closer to the wreck, you can see that there's there are a couple of bodies. I'll go check it out. The... A room beyond the hole in the hull is what used to be, you think, maybe a, a small cargo hull. Mm-hmm. And straight away, you can see a body of what looks like a halfling on the floor. And in one corner, there is slumped a large shape. Okay, I will sneak to the halfling body. What do I see? The blob, this shape, is definitely a creature definitely dead it has a strange shape something that to be honest is monstrous and nightmarish oh matches what is that thing you feel an intruding sense in the back of your mind as sam's voice comes forth into your brain and says We have a problem. The four of you stand in the wrecked tradesman, looking at the body of this monstrosity, this creature that you would not have imagined or put together in your wildest dreams, and yet here it is in the flesh, if that's what you can call it, in front of you dead to the world around it. When Halcyon hears the voice of Captain Turnbull enter his mind, we have a problem. The ship didn't just crash. Neogi attacked it. We're making our way back down. Get out of there. You can reply if you want to, Halcyon. Um, uh, oh, this is weird. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Do we just see Halcyon talking to himself? <laughs> Wait, I mean, that's weird. I mean, yeah, but, uh, that's, that's kind of everyone's opinion right now. Look at it. It's got like a worm for a head with teeth we, on it. 
No. Um. Uh, oh. Yeah. We. Um. It's bad. Look at. Oh. Spit it out, man. We we need we need to get out, at like really quickly, like now, like we're we're all gonna die if we don't leave now. Yeah, you're not joking. We need to go. Okay. Wait, is there something we can grab quickly? Like any anything shiny? No, Zadar and I'll grab Zadar. Ah, we're, we're all of us, even you matches, we're leaving. There's no shiny things to grab. Uh, you've already got your shiny new hammer, so you don't need what? any more. It's an old hammer. Oh. And for a while. Well, we need to leave. It's the same one. <laughs> it does look kind of different, but okay. Right, I get it. We're talking at the wrong times. We need to learn here. <laughs> okay, let's go then. Okay, we're going. We're going. You all begin to get hurriedly pulled out of the wreck of the ship. Matches as you go, you just dispel the bonfire and make your way in the opposite direction of what you thought you would be doing. As you're moving across the jagged, cratery landscape of this asteroid, you can see the Void Howler making its descent down and you can pretty plainly see that it is positioning itself next to what looks like a cliff edge on the asteroid it's not too far away it's not far away that you would think the danger is the ship that you were on um but it's far enough away that you have to do a little bit of a walk to get there so are they positioning for like a run and jump situation? No, no, no. They are just they are using the they're using the cliff like like, like a, a dot. Okay. They pop up. They're popping as you as you get up there, and it's not really up for you, but you go up a slight hill. They're they've popped a um a gangplank over it, and you can see that there's people gathering on the upper deck. The whole crew, by the looks of it, everybody. Oh, so we mm-hmm. should run. By the yeah, looks. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dash. We'll, we'll do a run. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll do a dash. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you move full pelt, and as I say, it's not like you have to go up a hill. You go up a slight little incline, but when you get to the top and you, you make your way over the gangplank onto the ship, you have a little look over, and you can see that there's a you're on the edge of a giant crater in the side of this asteroid that they've come and parked in, basically. And as you make your way towards the group, the whole crew, all 20 of these people gathered in a large circle, or a large crowd, not really a circle, you can hear conversations people murmuring you can't pick up any of it they're all just sort of talking lots of conversations happening at once and as soon as mr tau the first mate sees you he says captain and san looks at you notices you gestures you all to join the crowd and as you do she steps into the center of the ring that has gathered and she says those of you that are on deck saw it there is no doubt this ship did not crash. It was taken down by Niyoki. Is that the thing we saw down there? The lower deck crew, there's murmuring and... <gasps> as she mentions Niyoki, and she turns to you and says, You saw something? Yeah, some weird nightmare creature. I, I mean, spider, snake... I... I think it has spiky back and lots of teeth and like some claws. It, it, uh, honestly, it, like, it was it was unsettling to look at. That certainly sounds like an Yogi. Was it dead? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it was. It was pretty just sitting there. 
from how you're reacting and how dangerous these things sound, then I'd say it was definitely dead because it was just kind of there. They are not so much as dangerous unless dealt with properly, but they are definitely disgusting. Do they have ships? And that is what we saw. Well, they're like a civilized race, what? Okay. The Neogi for our newcomers are a scourge on wild space. They're a race. Great. Spaceborn, we believe. No one has found their true origins that believes they are above everything. Slavers. They attack ships, capture their crews, and enslave them into servitude. Did Luigi tell us about these? No. Or the gift? No, no, no. Uh, when you first met San, there was a passing comment when Zidar said something about how you were basically slaves, and she said, Oh, God, no, what do you think I am, Yogi? Ah, that's okay, cool. She says, While you were exploring the crashed tradesmen, we made a quick pass around the rock just to see if any competitive salvagers are making their way. Not too far from here, there is a part death spider, a large Neogi craft, a vessel. And what's worse, not only did it look like they had some new crew members that they were organizing, but Mr. Tao spotted a grand old one. A what? He steps forward and he says, Neogi are very strange creatures. When they get older, they become slower and um, docile. The other of their race, they gang up on them, bite them, and inject them with their venom. And they leave them to gestate and grow and become bulbous until they... uh, die and their hatchlings uh, rip their way out of their flesh. Oh my god. Oh, listen. Wait, so they lay their eggs in their own people? Yes. Oh. The sand says, do not be fooled by their savagery. They are organized. They are clever. And they are dangerous. And they need to be dealt with. Do someone. we have to deal or can we just run away? You hear someone in the crowd go, Yeah! Yeah, they need to be dealt with! Oh. And one of the halflings said, What's the plan, San? Are we are we taking them out? Sanif looks around, makes a, a turn to, to look at everyone and she sees Bugs shaking her head. <laughs> Bugs is there, aggressively shaking her head and like doing the doing the, the cutthroat motion, being like, "No." Match snorting. No, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna die. And next to each other, very juxtaposed. <laughs> Zanith says, "I cannot abide the thought of us leaving the survivors of that shipwreck to be enslaved by those monstrosities." Yeah, you're right. I would do the same for any one of you who had been captured by those creatures. Oh, that's nice. 
Let's go make someone's day really great by being saved. When she says any one of us, is there any like kind of um, maybe not every single one of us? <laughs> make an insight. Like, Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> I mean, these are random strangers that she wants to save. She's clearly a great person. Yeah, I, mm, maybe. I don't know. Any NPC I put in front of you, like you just think they've got ulterior term motives. <laughs> I got 11 again, plus 15. 15 in total? Yeah. She seems very passionate. She seems to have a, a strong dislike for these creatures, so you think there's sincerity to it. She says, Good. I'm glad you're all on board, as a lot of the crew are sort of gearing themselves up and saying, Yeah, and, shake, and nodding their heads and things. She says, Bugs is the only one who's very much like, mm -mm. She says, Those of you on the deck saw it, the Death Spider. It's probably one of the larger vessels I've seen. There was a lot of them. A large crew. How many? Impossible to say without getting closer. Oh. But the fact that there is a brood there means even more so that we should deal with this infestation before it sprouts. We could save the people. We could make a difference. So no aerial bombardment then? No. Damn. That is a shame. They have an ability to control people. Oh. If we were to outrightly attack, sure, we may have more of a chance of killing all of the creatures, but we would harm the innocents there too. Do we have to board? We won't be boarding. Here's the plan. Bugs, Halsian matches Zidar, you and and she looks to the the crew and sort of has a look round at who's got what sort of uh, expressions on their faces, sort of taking stock of them and no, and, and sort of noting what their their roles are as well. Who is the most disposable? <laughs> That's not what's happening, here. right? It's not what's happening here at all. Who can be murdered? Faye and Samuel, the two humans. You will be our ground party. Head down, off the ship, and approach quietly. You are going to be our distraction. You see the two humans sort of strain their backs. Okay. Sam says, yeah, yeah. And Faye, although a little nervous, we are? she sort of <sighs> is stealing herself, and they start to make their way over to you to sort of stand in a huddle. It yes. sounds like we're feeding ourselves. Everybody else on this ship has a more important role to fill because they already fit into the important roles that we need. So we're going to go by the ground and attack directly? Yes. Or make a big enough distraction and a big enough dent as you can. I will be instructing and guiding Mira. We will lift the ship up and just slightly out of sight of the Death Spider. As soon as you make your destructive uh, entrance, the Niyogi will send their slaves coming to you to attack. They won't want to come themselves if they can avoid it. Although if you can, drag a few of them away. Have you got any uh, anything that could explode? Yes. <laughs> um, if you want a distraction, then... Not on ship, no. That becomes quite hazardous when we go further out. I mean, not even something you'd use in, like, does the ship have cannons? ship does have cannons. Not even, like, 
stuff you put in the cannons. Oh, um... Like gunpowder? You could take a small amount of smoke powder with you, Bess. I have a flamethrower, <laughs> and then we could set that on fire. As soon as you say, <laughs> I have a flamethrower, you watch a few of the crew just take large steps away from you and look very concerned. We could throw the gunpowder and then I'll be like... Do any approach bugs in the opposite manner no. of being interesting? No. Okay. <laughs> it's been a while since we had a good, good explosion slash burning down of some form of building. Oh, it really has. When did you get the flamethrower? Oh, it's just uh, one of those things that uh, just keep with me at all times. Yep. All right. Now when you're gonna need a okay. flamethrower? You never know. Why wouldn't you carry around a flamethrower? I mean, there was there was an old barn one time we needed to get down, and I was chucking like you know bonfires, just weren't doing the job. So Bugs made a flamethrower. Exactly. And just kept it ever since because it came in handy. I, 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 you know, sometimes I just don't want to listen to the conversation. Let's just, we're gonna go be ground crew. Sam, let's um, go. Takes back the control of the conversation. And says, "Strong Peck," and the Doar steps forward and says, "Captain, supply them with a large enough amount of smoke powder that can create a big enough distractive explosion and pull away a decent amount of the crew. A small barrel, but keep enough." for the cannons. The rest of you, she just uh, she adjusts herself to be facing the rest of the crew. Take up combat positions. The Void Howler will be waiting for its cue. As soon as the Death Spider begins to make its retreative maneuvers, will attack from the sky. Um, I'm a, mm, I'm a little lost on, uh, so, so we're going on it. No, I don't go on the ship. Oh, okay. No, we're, we're doing... We're getting within, I don't know, 100, 120 feet? Their ship is, okay. is on the then, planet? Yes. We're uh, going to plant plant the barrel, then we're going to step back about 60 feet. And I'm going to throw gonna, flames. It's going to go boom. Is, it, is, is, then, is, is there, like, a way, like, maybe, I don't know, um, you know, you need an extra person to help navigate you the, the ship round, yeah? No. No. Hey, no, you're coming with us. You're ground crew. I mean, it's just round the very small asteroid, so if they couldn't navigate that, Halcyon, I don't think they'd be very good navigators. We're together on this, and you're not getting out of it. We're going on the ground, you're going on the ground, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, just like old time. Hey, Bones, why don't you go first? When did we ever do this before? <laughs> well... Um, so, you, do, you remember, do you remember that time um, that house got burnt down and you knew nothing about it? Yeah, that, um, that sort of thing happened quite a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So... There was no one in it. <laughs> right. Um, I'm, I'm not really sure how much that clarifies anything for we me. We just have um, the stakes, you know. Matches, we're gonna get all your pyromaniac tendencies out in one go, right? So you don't do it later when we're on the ship. Oh, we've been trying that for years. Mm. It just doesn't work. It just keeps oh. coming, you know? Well, I mean, you know, get most of it out 
at this point? It's kind of infectious because it, it got onto bugs too. It did. Oh. You know, bugs like so much fun. Oh no, okay. So, this burning thing, guys. Okay. Can we get going? <laughs> San says. Uh, San has turned to the rest of the crew and she says, You know your jobs, get your stations. She turns back to you, the four of you who have been joined by the two humans, Samuel and Faye who have um, picked up and strapped some cutlasses. Have they been staring at our, us and our conversation with, like, wide-eyed, who are we going with? No, they've not been paying attention. They've been collecting their gear. Okay, good. <laughs> it's probably for the best. Yeah, you can see that Faye has put, a, a, like, slung a light crossbow over her shoulder. She's got it on a big strap so that she can just whip it out. Um, and she's got a scimitar. Samuel has begun to do the same. And she looks very kind of like she's she's trying to like psych herself up, and Samuel is like ready to fucking go. He's like, let's do this. This is what I, this is what I want. Um, San comes over, uh, followed by the Doar Lawson, the gu- the master gunner, who says, "Have you ever used smoke powder before?" Yes. Have you? Yes. Yes. It's highly illegal in Waterdeep. Well, we... You're the first person we've told about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. I love it, fine. Look, I mean, look, wrong, wrong, one wrong touch, boom. Okay, good. Basically. I don't know if this is voice, but we're going with it. Um, he... I'm pretty sure that was close enough, anyway. He, uh, he will head below deck and, um, using the cargo hatch that's in the floor of the main deck. Uh, he gets a couple of the crew, the gunners below, the goliaths to open it and using the, the small elevator lift out a, a small barrel. It's going to be tough for you to carry but you can carry it. I would just like to take note that I am liking where the gunpowder's kept in my brain. What do you mean? Like I'm remembering where that gunpowder is. Oh okay, well you assume it came from the cargo deck where all the cannons are. Okay? Yep. Books. This is, this is like, fifty times the amount of gunpowder we had last time. I know <laughs> that was good last time, but look at it. Halcyon, Halcyon, we're just gonna stay real far back, right? Just real far. Oh yeah, you'll want to stay far back. Oh yeah. Mhm. Yep. Okay. You have the most important role. Make a big enough explosion. Sure. And distraction. Yeah. Our specialty. Try not to harm them. They will probably attack you. Not the Neogi, the slaves. Oh, right. They can't control themselves. They're being controlled by the creatures. If you kill a Neogi that is in charge of a slave, that slave will be free. Bear that in mind. All right. If you make a big enough show of it, the Neogi, being a race that get used to being attacked, will... Hopefully, if if you do a good job, just decide to go and leave. What if they go with all of their uh, new friends? Uh, I thought you wanted to help them. It didn't look like there were many. Uh, maybe. I mean, they'll be they'll be busy trying to get us. So there are about ten or so people down there that didn't look like they were Neogis or Umberhogs. So. If you can get, if, if all ten of them stay off ship, if you get the attention of all of them, great. If not, the most important thing we do 
is we destroy this ship and those vile creatures. I hate to say, but if we lose a, sh a few slaves in that process, then Wild Space will still be a better place. Imagine it's something like omelette, eggs, something about breaking them. Exactly. Oh, yes. I'm with you. Just pointing out, Bugs was well not happy until she found out that she could use her flame for her, and now she's raring to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I don't want to do this, and then it was like, go and make a big explosion. You're like, yeah, okay, I'm into this. Yeah. <laughs> matches, matches is like visibly bouncing with excitement. Yeah, they're kind of both just like with each other, like, yeah. <laughs> I love the antithesis of these. Th <laughs> like, you've got matches and uh, bugs uh, far ahead in front, really excited, and then Zadar and Housing probably at back, like, what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> Why are they Why doing are we this? Here? Why are we doing explosions? <laughs> Help! I mean, we, we really don't need the plausible deniability from you two this time. So you, you, you can get excited with us this time. Yay! Let's let's go. It's not illegal. A spirit. Out in space, no one can see you commit war crimes. <laughs> you are you're obviously joined by the the two humans, Samuel and Faye. So they'll be with you too. And you are who's carrying the barrel? Matches. He's gonna get an unseen servant. Ooh. And Ralph's gonna pretend to help. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. We don't put Ralph there because if it go boom. Oh, yeah. that's a good idea. Why should we keep Ralph to keep him safe? He jumps up on. He sort of no. He comes up to the, your feet and just puts his arms up like <laughs> up up. Does his fingers like Funky. up up? <laughs> yeah, and you pick him up and pop him in, in, in your bag. He's in my bag, but his head is poking out. Poking out, looking over your shoulder. Mm -hmm. He yeah. wants to watch. He loves the fire too. Because <laughs> <Of course> he <laughs> does. <laughs> I can only be about sixty feet away from the uh, thing at any time, so yeah, just bear that in mind. Mm -hmm. Ben, yes. Can I try and calculate the blast radius? Uh, make. And I can't check. Yes. Go on, wizard, do your thing. Uh, yes. As I flick through the DMG and find the page. Yeah. Oh, this 22. is the monster manual. That's not the book I want. 22? Yeah. <laughs> you definitely know what it is. Ben just has to double check. <laughs> uh, here we go. Ben's actually just killing us all off, so he doesn't have to continue the yep. series. If we do not cut mm -hmm. to... Ah! <laughs> if only... So disappointed. There was no copyright to worry about, hey? Damn it. Okay. Like, as me and slow mo me and Matches walk, Bugs has got a flamethrower out, just a couple to the sky. <laughs> Matches has a barrel floating next to him. <laughs> and, like, very hurriedly stops the Matches falling on the barrel. Yeah, and then you pan to Zadar and Hallison, just, like, looking between each other really worriedly. It's <laughs> like, oh. I imagine, like, me and Bugs, like, fake slow mo walking, and you two are just like, what the? 
Yeah, and then like you drop the mat, you drop actual matches, but they're they're in real time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, matches. <laughs> I love that. If anyone can animate that, like I need to see it. <laughs> Say that. Wait, what? We what are you doing? Me and matches are pretending to slow my walk for dramatic effect. Right. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't tell me the radius of the explosion. Hang on. Uh. I can tell you the radius of my flamethrower. Oh, I don't need to know that. How, what is the range on your flamethrower? Well, I have to be... It's a 15-foot cone, so to light the barrel alight... We ain't using your flamethrower to light that barrel. Why not? Do you want to know how much <laughs> damage a keg of smoke powder does? Go on. Go on. 96. Ooh, gee. Because, yeah, you, you will die if you're within 15 feet of that, definitely. Okay, so we'll use the flamethrower to grab their attention. I'll, like, shoot them up to the sky or something. Yeah. Okay, well, this is smoke powder, which is disgustingly more flammable than um, the normal fire. So it's probably about... It's, we're going to say it's a 20-foot sphere centred on the, the the keg. Okay, so we need to make a first distraction. Um, are, you, are you saying it's, it's worse than a fireball? Yes. Because wouldn't wouldn't it wouldn't if it was a twenty foot sphere centered that would be smaller than a fireball? Okay. No, no, no. It's <laughs> a it's a forty foot sphere centered. Ah, right. right. So twenty foot twenty foot radius. So it's the same as a no or forty no, foot radius. Forty foot radius. It's it's twice the size of a fireball. Twice the size of a fireball. Forty foot circumference. <laughs> no, stop trying. Let's. No, it's just, it's it's just double the size of a fireball. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I could figure out the circumference for you if you Let's want to. Let's not do that. <laughs> Wait, so, it's, so it's, it's 40 foot diameter? Sure. Yeah. Yes, it's double the size of the fireball, which is 20 that's, foot. That's, that's 80 feet across. Right, uh, I have a question for you two whilst what? you're doing a really cool slow walk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know if you need to do the voice too. Um, how... Close are we getting the barrel? Do we want to do damage to the ship as well? Oh no, this is just distraction. Okay. Because we don't want to be right up next to the ship because uh -huh. we need to get the slaves away from the ship. Alright. So if we're but about a hundred um no. I don't know how clever they are, so do we need it close enough to think they would have possibly got hit? She said they were I mean, real clever. Th this explosion is might be heard <laughs> all the way back onto Rin. It's gonna be a big one. It won't, but I'd like to think it would be. Alright, okay, so let's just hope they investigate the big explosion. Wait, matches. Yeah? We need to walk that way. I was licking up smoke powder when you explained why you're moving and talking slowly. What's going on? Because we're cool. <laughs> oh, right, okay, I'm with you. <laughs> so we're like slow-mo walking in coolness. Those, those two are normal speed, like, face palming. Oh, God. Are we now, like, at the point where we're walking past you and have to slow down ourselves <laughs> because you're just... Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What what are the what are the humans doing that are with us? <laughs> I didn't even think about them. <laughs> are they ahead? Um Faye is just not paying attention. She's just trying to psych herself up. She's in her own head. Samuel is looking at you like you're all idiots. Um so you are given the directions to to go in and you make your way off the gangplank. It's pulled in and as you're making doing your 
not cool slow-mo walk away from the ship, it begins to lift itself up at an angle and off and move away from the asteroid. It is cool. You still have the Sending Stone, Halcyon, just so you know. Hmm. You walk for a while until just off the horizon you can see large or, or the tip of what looked like large webbing coming up over the the edge of the the, the horizon. I didn't want to say the same thing twice, but I have to. As you push further and the ship comes into view, you see what looks like a large metallic spider. Three of its legs, uh, two, uh, four of its legs, uh, down on the ground, digging into the the asteroid dirt. The other two, pushed up into the sky, hold these large sails that look like webbing. The bulbous abdomen, the back body, uh, is huge, and you can actually see that the back and top of it is open to the sky, and it has sort of folded down and created a ramp that goes up into the ship. Can you make perception checks for me? Natural perception. I got an A. 23. Me, 7. Halcyon got a 5, but it was a nat 1. Oh, just so you're aware, the barrel is 60 feet away from us all. 60 feet behind or in front? In front. Okay. Zidar, you can see from uh, a small perch that you guys are naturally on, like a small hill, there are loads of people, or creatures, I should say, milling about. There are at least five of the, what look like Miyogi, but they're much smaller, much, much smaller, running around doing odd jobs. You can see at least a dozen coming and going from the ship of the creatures that you saw in the Crash Tradesman. There are two that have painted colours on their scales, on their necks, and they seem to be ordering the others around. You can't hear anything from here, but you can you can see that they are clearly dictating. Milling about, there are... From here, you count ten of different myriad races. A couple of dwarfs, three humans. You see coming and going, uh, some halflings and things from the ship. They're coming in and out. You're not sure what they're doing, but they're moving around. It's kind of like looking at an ant colony from far away. There's one other thing, creature, that you see. There are two, maybe? Large, and and I mean large as in the sizing in 5e, okay. but also big exoskeleton hulky creatures with these large pincer mandibles and long antenna matches you when when Zadar points them out you instantly recognize them as umber hulks these creatures exist on Turil, hidden mm. in the dark depths of the, of the world Samuel steps forward and says okay what's plan then well wait have you not been listening this whole time well no, but now we're here. Oh, again. We make big explosion, mm. draw them here, kill the Neogi, and free the slaves. Easy. 
Alright. Can I still use my flamethrower though, yo? If if we maybe not on the slaves, but on <laughs> on the Neogi, yes. Cool. Um we do want to save the slaves. Yeah. Okay. Yes, no, yeah, don't burn those. She is gonna take her little like an action, I guess, now to just uh just whip one of them up. Mm-hmm. You know. Whip up the fight the flame bro. The Eldritch Cannon, yeah. Mm-hmm. How far away are we from the ship? Um you are uh, on your little perch two hundred feet away. Okay, uh I wanna get the barrel within a hundred and forty feet. You make a stealth check for your unseen servant. Can he have his advantage because he's technically unseen? <laughs> well, there is a floating barrel. <laughs> I'll allow it. Nobody <laughs> suspects the floating barrel. Nobody expects the floating barrel. This is true. Um, what bonus do I add to that? Oh dear. Uh, use your. Let's. Do you know what? Let's use your spellcasting bonus. Okay, in, in that case, uh, it will be a plus four, so 19. Someone's gonna hate that that's the way we did that, but I don't give a fuck. This is my table. <laughs> um, 14? Uh, no, uh, 19. 15 plus four. Sweet. You set up the barrel how far away? 140 feet. 140 feet away from you. Uh, well, from, from the ship. From the ship. I'll be, I'll technically be 200 feet away, 200 feet away from the ship. Yeah. Can you throw a bonfire? Oh, okay. Right, I see what you're saying. I can create a bonfire in that room. Plus, it's smoke powder, so I could fire anything at it and it go mm. Pretty much. You are pretty confident you successfully set up the trap without being seen. Faye, the, the human deckhand, um, she pulls out her light crossbow and sort of <sighs> steals herself. You might want to take cover. Oh. And her and Samuel sort of go off to the side and duck behind a large outcrop uh, boulder. Do do we need to hide as well? Yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to hide. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so... Bugs doesn't. Bugs stands next to matches to see it. And then uh, I will drop a crate bonfire on the barrel. What is the range of crate bonfire? <laughs> 60 feet. Wow. <laughs> Very convenient. The explosion will be green, by the way. Okay. Okay. Cool. When it goes off, uh, matches is going to cackle <laughs> with bugs. <laughs> Zidar and Housing, you find the a, a decent position to just shield yourselves from the explosion that's coming. Bugs and matches get yourselves ready excitement bubbling in you as matches utters the arcane words that he uses so often twiddles his fingers oh my and god you watch. Could, could you tell us before it's about to happen at which point there's a sudden <laughs> and you see a small green light just ping into existence on the barrel and then <sighs> It explodes. Oh. A large green explosion just 
emanates out from the barrel. The wood flies past your ears, matches and bugs, as the, the, the smoke and the flame, the green light, blasts out. Somewhere, far away on Turil, someone is looking up at the night sky and sees a twinkle in the tears of Saloon. <laughs> Uh, I just want to uh, just tap out my hair that is slightly green now. Yeah. I'm like, I... You hear? That was so cool, Matt. Matt, she's just like wrapping a, a new bandage around a new bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As the um, the ringing in your ears settles and the, the um, sunspots, effectively, in your eyes begin to sort of calm down so you can see again, you hear this distant ringing out from the ship. And as you look through the smoke, you can see a small force of creatures or people, a mix, making their way in your direction. Can you all roll initiative, please? How many people can we see? As you stand on the precipice of your little hill, you watch as, from a distance, two of the regular-sized-looking Niyogi, as you now know them, turn their attention to the fire, and then their snaky heads extend up and look over and through the smoke and see you, Matches, laughing manically <laughs> on the hill. They... And me shouting, Cabble! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they grit their, their sharp, pointy teeth and begin... You see their spider-like legs just... As they start making their way around the fireball and... Do they look incredibly fast? They look fast in the way that spiders look fast. Um, spiders look really fast. One of the ones <laughs> with colour on its painted on its neck has done the same, has looked, and their heads move like snakes. And you see it turn and just bark something in a language you don't understand and you can barely hear you just hear like the it traveling on the the wind effectively at this large umber hulk that just turns and begins heaving itself towards you it turns its neck and barks at two of the slave the humans who also draw swords that are sheathed on their sides and start running straight towards the fire they are, by the time the smoke has cleared and you see them, uh, the closest to you would be the humans, and they are 45 feet away. They have beelined it towards you. The Umber Hulk is about 50 feet away. The Neogi with the colours about 60. The other two about 70 and 65. They're spread out, and they are because they've all come from different points of their little camp, and they're in the in the background behind them you can just see the the huge ship of the Neogi death spider and uh, as you're like preparing to fight slaves helping the brood the old the, the, the old one onto the ship it is one of the Neogi's turns first the spider like creature moves horribly fast running your direction it gets to about 30 feet away from uh, bugs and matches, which isn't far away from, uh, you know, you guys, uh, Zadar and Halcyon. And it will move its 
horrible snake-like head and focus its eyes on you, Matches, the creature that has just let off this huge ginormous fireball of green flame. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh no. As in a disgusting sounding voice, you hear, Nice. Uh, well, I got a 17. You feel the words vibrate in the inner canal of your ears and you just shake it off. The Niyogi, you think, looks confused and frustrated. It is your turn. Well, uh, in response, as soon as it is uh, only that far away from me, I am going to um, cast Melf's Acid Arrow at it. 24. Yeah, that hits. Uh, so just so you know, it will take 2d4 damage at the end of its next turn, but also 4d4 now. 13 points of damage. Acid. Nice. It's just a green, acidy arrow. <laughs> Does it leave a green trail in There's, the sky? Yeah, there is, there is a theme, if you haven't noticed <laughs> it. Then uh, the what theme does it look green. like when you cast it, though? It's sort of like a point, and it's like a really unimposing point. It's just a... <laughs> you. Eh. <laughs> Matches, seeing the creature lifts his finger... And, and points it towards it and you watch a ball of acid just begin to coalesce in front of it as he whispers some arcane words and it fires off and just slides through the air and hits the Niyogi with a splashing sizzle. I would then like to bonus action hide. 22. Sweet. You dive behind a rock that's just in front of you and duck down low. Bugs, it's your turn. You have the Eldritch Cannon that you created prior to the football. Mm, that's a 15 foot, though. Okay. And it's not that close yet, is it 30 foot? No, 30 feet, this one. Okay, so I think then instead... Well, Tasha's Caustic Brew it. All right. Yeah. Um, so Bugs is going to get one of her vials from her backpack. She'll have a feel around. Mm-hmm. Rummages. Get the right thing. Yeah. You hope. Well, we hope. It's all a guess. It's guesswork at this point. Yeah, and she'll pop the cork out and it will just stream off in an it, like it's almost like kind of like the fake snakes in a jar. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> like it's like a, it's a really small vial, so there shouldn't be that much liquid in it, but somehow there is. Oh, of course. And it just like waterfalls out. Um and again, that is gonna be green because that's gonna be one that matches taunt me. Yeah. Uh, so it's got its matches twist on it. Mm-hmm. And let's see if it hits again. Uh, Caustic Brew, they do a deck save. So. Oh, yeah. They What's your spell save? Ah, that is 13. 13 on the deck save. Uh, it got 14. Uh, so that should be. Is that half damage? I think it just does oh, nothing. I say, I think that's it. Oh, yeah. Is it a counter? No. No, it's a first level spell. Oh, cool. So you pull, you rummage the bag, pull out the vial, pop the cork, and the <laughs> the brew just begins to spew out and spray. The pressure me. just isn't quite built up in there, so it doesn't hit. It just yeah, it just it, it just it falls just on the floor. Hits the floor and pulls up around its and feet, just... and it just its its neck, snake-like neck, just sort of twists and look looks down at it, and then 
looks up at you like... And she'll go... What is that? Uh-oh. And then she'll try and hide as well. Uh, like, she'll run, move to behind that rock. Yeah, it's not a hide. It's a... Hide, yeah, actually. it's not a hide. It's just a move to the rock. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, Samuel, the human who has come with you, is going to pop up from his rock. And they both hid behind there before everything went down. So he's going to take a shot with his light crossbow at the same Neogi. He fires the bolt and you watch it soar through the air, but it goes uh, high and just misses. Wes, it is the Dar's turn. Okay. Okay, so if I understand correctly, the majority of these are, like, more than 60 feet away. Yeah, there's only one that is within 60 feet of you, and it is 30 feet away. Okay, um, so I will run out a little bit. Yeah. Um, with my, we just had the explosion. I was like, bubbles really loud. Oh, okay, fine. Um, as I take out a large javelin, <laughs> javelin. <laughs> I um, yeah, javelin. <laughs> are you actually gonna um, move, as... or are you gonna stay where you are? No, I will have to get out of cover, won't I? So I will move uh between the two boulders that look allying our group right I'll move between them so I'm gonna move out like let's say 10 feet yeah 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 not far yeah so the one that's closest to us can engage with me next turn but the others have to dash so I don't want everyone running at me at once because I'll get overwhelmed yeah <laughs> um and yeah so I will uh bless is an action isn't it yes yes it is. I believe so I can double check for you. I was, de- I was debating. No, I'm pretty sure it is an action. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I will just javelin <laughs> at the um, at the one nearest us. Yeah. Um, as I attempt to bring it back, throw, and that is a sixteen to hit. That will hit. Oh. Oh. Uh, six damage. Six damage, that's all. As I try to aim for one of its little three-fingered hands. Yeah. You, um... <laughs> take a finger or two off. <laughs> you take aim with your other hand, like, out in front of you. You f- fling the javelin and it soars through the air and uh, just doesn't quite get the arm of the creature, but it does strike into its shoulder and you watch just... <laughs> at the blade as it I don't even it. know if that's a shoulder, but I it, I hope it hurts you. I assume it's a shoulder. <laughs> okay. Is that your turn? Um, sure. <laughs> okay, cool. The, uh, the Niyogi that has colouring on its neck is going to, looking at you all, is going to assess who looks to be the most dangerous out of all of you. (laughs) So he utters out some words you can't quite hear, and you watch these balls of archaic energy form in the air next to him, and then fire off one at a time through the air and come soaring towards you. One of them is going for matches. Okay. Which is a 19 on the die. I will cast shield, so no. Uh, it would be uh, the roll would be a twenty. 
Oh, five. In that case, I do not cast shield. <laughs> I thought so. Um, so that will be... Oh, did it see me? Yeah, you were out in the open. No. I was hidden. Oh, hid. no, you hid. Sorry. No, okay, so it won't go for you then. They'll both go for bugs. So one of them is a, is a twin. Oh, yeah, I tried to hide. I'm in front of bugs, though. Uh, I'll, 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 I will... Sh- it won't no. do anything it's 25. Yeah. Um, so the first <laughs> one, it will hit you and is uh, four, five, six, seven points of damage. The second one will come for Siddhar. Uh, that is a 16. That 16 is my AC. So that will hit you. Yeah. Um, that one is a 9. So you f- you watch these bolts of energy soar, all of you see them, through the air, and they crash into you with a force that knocks the wind out of both of you. Uh, oh, okay. They have magic bug things. That will be its turn, except you can see that it has uh, started to look at the Umber Hulk. Sam, it is Halcyon's turn. Um, Halcyon, after seeing that his friends have just been fired upon, um, he's he's still got his scimitar sheathed. He's just gonna hold on to his staff, and you watch as the top of the staff with all the constellations on it, um, a couple of the like en- engravings where the stars would be begin to light up, and he, with his finger like links those lines and you watch as like an actual physical line appears on the thing and then he directs the staff towards the Neogu um, and he casts Guiding Bolt. Which Neogu are you going for? Uh, the, the one closest to us. Okay. Um, he casts Guiding Bolt at 7th seventh, uh, seventh level? Yeah. 7th level. <laughs> Absolutely. Sweet. 2nd uh, level. 2nd level. Which will be... Uh, dirty 20 to hit. Dirty 20 to hit does hit. Well, that gives us advantage on it now. Um, it does, and it also does a big amount of damage. It doesn't do that big of an amount of damage. How uh, <laughs> 16 damage. 16. Uh, is it radiant damage? Okay. You watch the bolts of energy uh, come shooting out of the constellation on the top of Housian's staff and soar through the air in a retaliation to the energy that's just come firing at his friends and crash into the Neogi, who lets out this horrible <laughs> sort of sound as it gets hit. Still standing, but it doesn't look good. Do you want to do anything else? Then you watch he, like, after sending that, the the staff whip, whips, he whips it back to him. He places his hand on the top of the staff, all of the, the stars are light, and he, like, sort of, that energy goes into his hand as you watch, like, on his forearm, if you could see his forearm, um, and, like, a bow appear. And then he just unleashes his hand towards uh, the Yanogi. No, not the Yanogi. <laughs> the Yanogi. <laughs> um, I roll a spell attack. And that is a 15 to hit. And that hits. And you're going for the same Yanogi, yeah? Yeah, and that will be. an additional. Uh, two plus. Four radiant damage. Four radiant damage. Yeah, I did just 
struggle adding two twos <laughs> together. <laughs> you uh, fire off the extra bolt that follows the other two and strikes it in the centre of its chest. Um, cool. Sam, is that you done? Uh, I believe so, yeah. That Neogi looks real bad. Faye pops up over the boulder and fires off a shot at the same Neogi, seeing that it looks relatively close to death, she hopes. That's a cocked die, so we're going to roll that again. <laughs> That's a crit. <gasps> I don't even need to roll the damage because it's on one hit point. She fires the bolt and you watch it fly through the air. Everything she has done to calm herself and steal her mind and get her into the position where she can pull this off has worked as the bolt flies through the air and strikes the Niyogi right through the neck. You watch it flail like yes. a snake and hit the deck dead. You hear her uh, give out a little <laughs> cheer. <laughs> that was the worst cheer. So I was just going to look like, you, you can do better than that. I know you're there. It sounded like a celebratory whimper. I'm still very nervous. You did really good. Look at that. You killed it. Well done. Clap, clap. <laughs> Samuel pats her on the back. <laughs> the Umber Hulk rears up and then dives into the ground and begins to burrow oh. Oh, no. out of your sight. Oh, no. That's not good. Oh, no. That's... That's pretty bad. You don't know where it goes. Mm, man. That was the bad part. Mm. <laughs> One of the human-looking slaves begins uh, running as fast as they can, cutlass-drawn, and um, is going to dash and make their way right up in front of Zadar. Oh, Hello. They can't do anything, they've dashed, but they are right up in front of you, and you can see... And they've got this glazed over eye. Their look. eyes are white, mm-hmm. like clouded. The second Yogi is going to move 30 feet. They're not going to dash because they, they don't want to be in a position where you guys are going to really hurt them. They're not stupid, these creatures. They clearly think things through. They'll go... They're actually going to go 25 feet. They don't want to go their full distance because they want to stay more than 30 feet away from you. Seeing what just happened to their... Uh, you don't know what relation they are based on the, what you've heard of these species. Their ally, um, they're going to they're gonna stay there. Uh, that 35, sort of 40 feet away from you. The other slave human is going to do the same thing as the first one and run up, putting all of their effort behind them and dash right up in front of where Bux is. Then it is James's turn. Well, um, vaguely aware that a thing is gonna come up and possibly destroy us. Ooh, that wouldn't work if I did that. In that case, I am just going to do a magic missile on the normal Neogi. Cool. Uh, it's, it's level one. Magic Missile is three darts of green acid once more fire out of his unimposing pointy finger. <laughs> what is the range on that? Uh, so first, uh, 120 feet. Oh yeah, of course. First one will deal five damage on the first dart. Three uh, on the second. And three on the third is three darts, right? 
Yep, free. So let's do that. And then guess what, Ben? What? I found a section hide. <laughs> <laughs> Make that stuff check for me. So it's 533. Yeah, 22 again. Okay. Um, matches pops up, shoots off the anime missile style three magic missiles that fly out from around the rock he's hiding behind and just smash into the Neogi that lets out that horrible <laughs> sound um, hitting quick succession and then he dives back behind the rock is that you done? Uh, that is indeed myself done Bugs you have a you have two human slaves right in front of you what weapons do they have? they are both holding uh, scimitar like swords she's gonna jump to, on top of the rock yeah to gain that slight bit of height. <laughs> yeah, but as a halfling, that puts you in normal height to them. Fine, fine, <laughs> it's fine. Um, and then she's gonna flamethrower into the air. You do realise they are, like, basically mind-controlled right now. Yeah, I don't... Know. What are you trying to do? Well, I was gonna try and intimidate them, but you I don't try. know if that... We'll you just... have never fought mind-controlled beings before, so... I know you want to be the pyromaniac, but they are just alive people. You could also just flamethrower them, yeah. I mean, there's only, I mean, two out of eight, so two out of ten. Death would yeah. free them from their mind control. Well, fuck it. Would, would bugs do? No, that? I mean, they are living they are people. Just living people. I mean, would would bugs I mean, do it? We can we can weaken them and then knock them out. They might die in one hit. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> Science. Bugs w- <laughs> Bugs wouldn't do it. What is Bugs going to do? What are you going to do? Bugs is going to flamethrower off into the sky. Yeah. Um, Say, you don't want to do this. This isn't you. Uh, and then... Can I try it? Can I try and jump over them? Sure. <laughs> okay. To then get past. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> yeah, I do. So I'm not going to make you roll an intimidation check. Because I. Because you can't intimidate them. They are mind controlled. Um, you can try and jump over them. So I'd like you to do an acrobatics check. And then, can you tell me if you're? Are you going to continue running when you land? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to do a safe roll. Yeah. Uh, okay. Acrobatics. Yes. 19. Okay. You um, hold up your flamethrower. The flames go off into the air. Uh, The heat and the light sheds over all of you as you hear bugs shout, you don't want to do this. The person doesn't react. You, as the fire ceases, you leap over them, popping a foot down on their shoulder land on the floor behind them and roll and as you pick yourself up and begin to run they are going to try and swipe you with an opportunity attack uh, can I shield as a reaction to that we find out if they hit first yeah let's see if they hit you first otherwise you'd be a waste of spells uh, that was a 6 so they will miss you feel the rush of air as a scimitar swipes at your back, but just misses as you keep running. Are you going your full 30 feet? How, Can how I... Where did... 
Where, uh, where's everyone else in, in, in my sort of... So you've got the rest of your party right next to you, sort of to your left. You've got Sam and Samuel and Faye to the right behind a boulder. These two people right in front of you, and then there's a normal-looking Neogi, normal is subjective, about 35 feet away, and then the, the, the Neogi with the colour on its neck is even further away than that. It's about 60 feet away. Don't go too far, because we've got a missing number hulk. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'll I'll like come out and I'll just run to like near wherever matches is. I guess matches is. Uh, matches is how's like... Matches is where you've just been. He was he was behind the rock you're on top of. You go near. Um, Wait a minute. Samoon Yeah. Bugs, don't worry. I'm going to follow you. Yeah, so I will okay. make my way. I will so jump down from the rock. over the guy and Dodge the sword. Dodge the sword and run towards Sam and Faye. Yes. And are you going to, like, dive into where they're... Because they're behind a rock I'll, themselves. like, do the run slide. Yeah, cool. To my side. Like a secret okay. agent. Cool. Is that your turn done? I believe so. Nice one. Sam... It's Samuel's turn next. He will... Um, he's going to load his crossbow. And uh, it's a light crossbow, so he's got it in one hand. He pulls his sword out on the other one. Sees you join and says, ah, 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 I, don't, I don't know where the Hulk is. And he's going to ready himself to attack the Umber Hulk if it appears. He's going to try and... He's got his sword out to, like, melee attack it in, like, defence if it comes up near you guys. So that's what he's readying himself to do. Wesley, it's Sadar's turn. Would it... I, I shouldn't ask you this. <laughs> I'm curious whether Zidar would think that the two Neogi over there would be controlling these two humans. You make an intelligence check for me. We were told that if you kill the Neogi... Yeah, you don't know who's controlling these humans. No, true, we don't. Nine? Nine. Um, so Zidar won't remember, but you did see the Master Neogi shout at these two humans before the combat started and then before they started running towards you. So Wesley can assume that yes, but Zadar won't be able to put that together. Okay. Okay. Then I suppose I should just try and go for my original plan, maybe. Okay, Zidar will do the same as Bugs. Um, he's not going to hop over because he's not that agile. He's going <laughs> to like try and run past them, dodge past them, and run 30 feet towards the other Neo. Okay, so you'll take an opportunity attack from the other human then? Yeah. Uh, which is, they rolled a one, so they are going to miss. Are you going your full 30 feet or are you, are you going to dash? No, I'm just going to go the 30 feet. Yep. As um, I take my maul out, now that I'm not in close proximity with one of these humans, and I put both hands, uh, one hand just below the large hammer at the top of the maul, and then one hand just below it, as um, you see this very faint black reddish hue go around him as he brings them all forward holding it um, just parallel to his body 
Lord of the Nine, I ask that you so fear in these beings so far away. As I, um, uh, as I use my channel divinity, as I do conquering presence. Okay. Um, everything within 30 feet of me, um, I would ask to make a wisdom save of, uh, let me just check, I don't think it's very good. 12. Not great. Okay. But it's something. That is everybody. <laughs> that is everything you are fighting. Wisdom save, yeah? Yeah. Okay, then Yogi up ahead of you. Wait, should that include us? Uh, no, your allies. No, it won't. It's okay. choice. Then Yogi up in front of you. Uh, its eyes go as wide as possible. Okay. Um, everything that yeah. failed the save is now feared. A fear, frightened okay. of me. Uh, okay. Hang For on, one minute. Hang on. There's multiple things. Uh, wisdom. Yep. Okay. That. Okay, one of the humans is fine. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> everything except one of the human slaves failed. Mm -hmm. Nice. So, everything except for one of the, the males, everyone you find, the two Niyogi, um, you can't see the Umberhog, so you don't know if the Umberhog's afraid of you, but everything you can see. The one, one slave, the one that was in front of you, the two Niyogi, they are frightened of you. That is my action. Okay. Is that you done? Yep. Lovely. Um, they will make they repeat the save at the end of their turn. Okay, beautiful. The Neogi Master, the one at the back with the paint, its head lifts high as its eyes go wide and it lets out this shrill kind of ear-splitting sound, like but with a roll of the tongue. And it rings out. You hear a reply off in the distance near the Death Spider, and it draws your attention in that direction. You can see that the group, the, the sort of makeshift camp, has got much smaller since the explosion. The Neogi Master... Oh, no. ...is going to... You are within 60 feet of it, so it's going to cast a spell on you. It mutters some words, and I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw, please. Oh no! Oh no! That was a very good eight! Okay, you feel all of your muscles tense <gasps> as this force begins to hold them. Everything, every muscle from your foot to all the way to the top of your head cramps as you feel yourself stuck in place. Uh, you are under the paralyzed oh, condition. Okay for uh, the next minute uh, you can make the save at the end of your turn everything's frightened of me at the very least however <laughs> my, having, having cast whole person on you the Niyogi master then turns and it's spider leg style as it runs back towards the ship okay and because it's used its action it can only go 30 feet so it's not it's not dashing. You don't need to worry about that. It's not getting that far away. Although it was already 30 feet away from you. Or a little bit more than that. It was like 45, 50 feet away from you. That is its turn. Sam, it is Halzian's turn. So you've got the two slaved humanoids. Uh, sorry, two slaved humans. Right, pretty close within sort of 15, 20 feet of you. You have uh, an Umberhulk that's not seen. It went underground. And an Yogi that's 
uh, well, the Niyogi is 10 to 15 feet away from Zidar, and it's about 40 feet away from you. Okay. Um, so how how far away was the 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 the, the main guy? The master is uh, over uh, 100 feet away from you. But like that's the one that's just run away how, from us. How far over 100 feet? 110. Okay. <laughs> um, I, that, that is the exact number. I'm not pulling that out my ass. I promise. I'm gonna guarding bolt that one. Okay. Uh, I will. That will be a second level casters again. 17 to hit. That will hit. Oh, sorry, Wazzy. You said they get to make the save at the end of their turn. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, what was your DC on that? 12. Uh, okay. Cool. Um, so that's 16 radiant damage, and then still with my starry form. Um, so he's basically done that same thing again where he's uh, located the stars and connected them for, uh, mm-hmm. and then basically fired the staff towards it. Then he does the whole thing where the whole staff at the top all of the stars begin to glow and he releases his hand as a bolt of energy comes out of it um, mm-hmm. which is uh, Dirty 20 um, Yep. and that'll be uh, 10 radiant damage additional cool, three bolts fly off through the sky and they go the long distance but each of them hits uh, one at a time and the Neogi Master takes the hits you see it sort of stumble as it's running away and it sort of skids and its snake-like head turns and almost kind of like unnaturally so like you know how you, uh, we as humans can't look directly behind us it can and it does and it looks pissed (laughs) Come back, and bitch. it no longer it no longer looks frightened. Is it some um, paralyzing thing? Concentration. Yes, it is. So it will make a save. So um, it was sixteen on the first one. Make two yep. saves. Sixteen on the first one. What's its nice one? Um, okay, the matter. It's going to fail. You feel all of your muscles yes. ease as you can now move again, Zadar. <gasps> yes. Oh, okay, that was not nice. Oh, cool. Thank you. <laughs> Faye reloads her crossbow and does the same as Samuel and draws her sword and gets ready. They are both unwilling to go anywhere near the humans because they know that they will have to defend themselves and they don't want to hurt them. Then, the human that is right in front of the hill that you're hiding behind, the little rock matches, is going to make, uh, is going to use its action to search for you. Oh, okay. Uh, you got a 22, didn't you? I did. <laughs> it stumbles past you. They stumble past you. They don't see you. <laughs> um, so they are... Matches going dark. <laughs> they're kind of like in between Matches and Halcyon. Oh, no. But they're like not focused on you, Halcyon. They're looking around. Um, although when they don't see the goblin, they look up at you. And you can see that whiteness in their eyes. Ooh. Bugs. You are uh, just behind Faye and Samuel, um, looking up at them as they draw their swords and get their crossbows ready. When the ground shakes and the umber hole bursts out of the ground right in front of you. It is bang on in front of Faye and Samuel, and it is going to reach down 
and uh, claw at uh, Faye, who is directly underneath it. Before it gets to claw, their readied actions will trigger. So Sam tries to slice it once and will... Is it frightened as well? Uh, no, the Amber Hulk is not frightened. It, I don't think it would have been anyway because it needs to see me. Uh, okay. uh, um, so Sam misses. He's shocked. Faye just hits. Literally hits the AC. So Faye, um, in response to this creature appearing, and it's large. It is. It takes up like on a grid. It would take up ten by ten. It's it's huge. It is bearing down on them, let alone you, bugs. As she sort of lets out a squeal and slashes her sword up at it as its arms come down to strike her. I'm sure I have six on her die. So she does seven damage to it, which isn't great, but it isn't bad either for her. The Umber Hulk, however, continues on its momentum and is going to try and claw at her. It crits with the first one, goes in for a second and hits. So it will deal some damage to her. It slashes into her, picks her up, and you hear her squeal and scream as its mandibles come in and try to bite her. You watch her, you hope bugs, faint in its arms. Oh, oh shit. As it bites into her, and you watch these large claw-like pincers, which are jagged and sharp on the inside, bite through her waist and split her clean in half. <gasps> no! <sighs> Sam screams. Oh, she is not passed out. No, she's dead. She is very dead. And it happens right in front of you. That's disgusting, Ben. Why do you have to make it so disgusting? You have seen the full horror of what an Umber Hulk can do ten feet away from you, Bugs. The Niyogi in front of you, Zidar, is still scared of you, so it um, it can't move towards you. Uh, however, this Niyogi has not used its enslaved feature, so it's going to try and do that. So I need you to make a wisdom save for me. Oh, great. I'm great at this. Not that bad. No, that that's, 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 uh, that's a 16. Okay, yeah, you're fine. Okay. You hear the disgusting uh, deep speech fill your head and you just shake off the effect. Um, it's going to make... Uh, it's going to move back away from you because it is still frightened of you. So it will... Uh, it can't... How it can't it dash. It's going to move back about 20 feet just so that it's out of your range. Um, and then it will make it safe to try and not be frightened. That's 12. Uh, so that is my DC, so no, he's... So it's not frightened. Um, servant number two is also going to search for you matches. Uh, and gets an 18 on the die, so he spots you. He comes around the corner and just sort of... What's his plus? His plus? He is a very perceptive Ooh. boar on his perception. Yeah, that is a plus five. Oh. Or him? He has not... They are not all made equal, my friend. Each slave is unique. <laughs> the, the Niyogi don't think so. But I think everybody is special. Um, so he just sort of stands over you and you sort of look up at him like, Oh. Hello. Hello. Yep. Okay. 
it is at this point that you hear that high-pitched shrill noise again and then a very mechanical (sighs) as the back of the death spider the section of the roof that has folded out from the bulbous like abdomen thing uh, that is has become a ramp lifts up and begins to close over the top of it the ship begins to shudder and slowly lift up off of the ground they're leaving it seems they are leaving behind those that you are fighting oh james it is your turn okay um i am going to bonus action disengage yep and then i'm going to move uh 30 feet away from these guys keeping the umber hulk within 90 feet of me which is going to be fairly easy i imagine yeah and then um matches instead of pointing one finger will make a circle with his of with uh, his fingers and just sort of Blow through it as through um, yeah. a green line of acid flies towards the Umberhawk and it needs to make me an intelligence save, please. <laughs> uh, that's a 10. In that case, it fails. So, um, it can't take a reaction. Um, and next in its turn, it only gets a move, an action, or a bonus action. Only one of those. Um, it's also going to take 3d6 psychic damage as I attach his mind whip it. That's 11 points of damage. Yep. And then I was like, move away from it, it can't get you. <laughs> he he shouts it, but it doesn't sound very urgent. <laughs> Nothing ever sounds urgent to matches. <laughs> no. Phoebe, uh, it is Bugs' turn. You currently are staring at this Umber Hulk that has just cut Faye in half. How close is it to me? Uh, it is 15 feet away from you. Fabulous. Move away. So... She is going to flamethrower is on one of those straps that goes crossbody. Yeah. She's going to swing it round her shoulder to flick it to the other hand. Mm-hmm. Cool. She's going to whip out her great club. Sick. She's going to bonk with the great club. She's going to bonus action use the flamethrower. Okay. Because apparently I could have been doing that the whole time. Yeah. And then she's going to d- move. I did wonder if you knew that. <laughs> then she's going to move. Okay, how are you going to bonk it? With, it's 15 feet away from you. You'd have to move close to it to bonk yeah. it. With I mean, you can't just get a reaction. Yeah, you can, You can. but you've only got 25 feet of movement, so you'll actually end up closer to it than you are now. Can I instead... Um, can I do a cantrip and use... Yeah, I can use a can. Do a cantrip and use my cannon? Yeah. Yeah, cool. So instead, can I do shocking grasp? You would have to be within to five touch feet again. of it, yeah. Damn it, man. What she's going to do is whip the flamethrower to the other side, yeah. shoo, round her body, catch it in the other hand. Cool. Whip out the light crossbow. Yeah. One aiming for an eyeball. Sure. Like buggy eye. Yeah. Yeah. One in the eye. Back in the bag. Yeah. Flamethrower bonus action. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to run away. And I'm going to assume you're going to do it while you're running so that you move so that Sam doesn't get burnt alive by the flamethrower. Yes, of course. Of course. Right, can you make the attack roll for your light crossbow first? 
15. That will miss, unfortunately. The yeah. bolt flies over the Umber Hulk. It looked cool, though. Thanks. For the flamethrower, <laughs> I'm assuming that's a dexterity save. Flamethrower is... Can you tell me what the save DC is? Uh, it doesn't matter. It got a four, so it fails. It's a dexterity, yeah. Yeah, so it fails. So roll your damage for that. 11 fire damage. Yeah, you whip the... the apparatus around you fire off the crossbow which unfortunately just skims over its head you as you're moving away you just out goes the fire it reaves over the umber hulk which steps back and sort of waves its hands and looks a bit like the thing mm-hmm. as the fire sort of all burns over it as you bolt back and away it looks sick as fuck thanks are you where are you going you're gonna go towards matches yeah okay you can get to matches uh it is then Samuel's turn, who is going to follow in your stead and just run away. And as he runs away, he's going to fire a crossbow bolt uh, and miss, unfortunately. Damn. Okay. Uh, Wes, it's Zidar's turn. You can move. The nearest creature to you is, unfortunately, the human slaves or the Umber Hulk. Yep. The next nearest is the Neogi, which is 35 feet. I can't get to the Neogi, so... Um, Tada will cut his losses, turn back to the giant hulking figure, run towards it with his maul, and as he's running towards it, he's going to bring it upwards into an upward swing to try and close its disgusting salivary mouth. Also bloody mouth with phase in its, like there's an intestine hanging over the mandible. Uh, I'm going to do Great Weapon Master, by the way. Yep. Um, so that's a minus five to my roll. Um, so I only get a... It's, it's, it's a flat roll, because um, I get plus five normally. Um, that is a 19 to hit. <laughs> yes, you hit. Um, as the, nice. um, the underhand swing comes in, you see this reddish flare around the mall as I add a radiant smite to it. Of course you do, you badass. <laughs> I'm a paladin! I'm a paladin, guys! What? I got all the damage! <gasps> There's an 8 in there. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's a lot of damage. 37 points of damage! Do you need to know what's yes. radiant? Oh, no, I don't need to know what's radiant. Okay. Thank you. Wow, that oh, is a lot that is incredible. Damage. Well, that was done. that was uh, that was pretty much nearly everything was max. That was a very very good roll. Beautiful. You run up to the Umber Hulk. You let off that beautiful hit, shutting his man, uh, smashing it under the mouth and its mandibles. One of them just breaks clean in half and flies off. It lets out this horrible <laughs> sort of roar, like a demented Chewbacca, apparently. <laughs> and uh, and it looks <laughs> bad. It looks real bad. Um, well done. Do you want to do anything else? No, because I used all my movement <laughs> to get here to smack it in the face. Is that you done? Hello, ugly. Yeah. Please okay. don't hit me as much <laughs> as I hit you. Cool. <laughs> the Neogi Master is going to go next. And um, being very far away from all of you is going to cast Dimension Door. Oh. You watch it just look at you all look at look at zidar no longer frightened of zidar by the spell you watch he watches you or it watches you do this monstrous strike onto its umber hulk you don't know this but umber hulks are uh 
they tend to be the Neogi bodyguards. So watching one get beat down uh-huh. like that is terrifying. May not be frightened of you from the spell anymore, but it's certainly frightened from you from that display of, ma- of, of might. You watch it cast Dimension Door, a rip appears in the fabric of space in front of it and rips open. There's this horrible sound as air sucks in and beyond the, the, the hole in, in, the, in the sky in front of this Neogi, you can see an interior. Uh, you're not quite sure. There's people moving around. It looks like you assume probably the inside of the ship that is just beginning to move out of the range of this spell and it steps through the door shutting behind it. The Neogi Master has Dimension Doored itself onto the Death Spider. Oh, you fuck. Run away. Okay. We can't follow. I wanted to kill that one. Sam, it's your turn. You've got the Umber Hulk. Mm. Uh, sorry, so let me let me tell you in order of closeness. You've got Slave 1 in front of you, not Boba Fett ship. Slave 1 in front of you, 10 feet. The next one is 20 feet away. The Umber Hulk is over 30 feet away. The other Neogi is like... Hang on, let me calculate it for you because I know you've got distance spells. The, the Neogi is 70 foot away. Do we think that the mind control is distance related? You have no idea. Um, so Halcyon is gonna... Um, you watch him look... He looks over, clearly like annoyed that the thing is Dimension Dodd out because in in his head he's thinking that's what's causing the control um, but he can't be sure um, then he'll just turn to the Umber Hulk still looking quite nervous um, and sort of doing this out of reflex um, and he'll do the same thing again casting Guiding Bolt um, Okay. but this time like you watch as like around his eyes there are small constellations appearing uh, because it's from his star map ability instead of a spell slot okay roll that for Okey me dokey. and that is sexy okay <laughs> uh, it's not a number it just it's just a dice it that just rolls says sexy sexy yeah that's 22 to hit, Ben. That hits. Roll that damage for me, boy. Okay. More. More. Oh. <laughs> Roll their damage for me, boy. Uh, 16. Whoa, damage. boy. <laughs> um, Zadar, you are standing in front of the Umber Hulk that you've just beat down. And even though you have done a massive welly of a hit to it, you are now realising... Uh, with with all of your energy spent Don't for those six seconds, you, um, you are realising the mistake that you've made by putting yourself right in front. Surely this thing can't bite you with its mandible broken, but you saw the, the wrath of its, of its claws, let alone its bite, when suddenly there's that... As the bolts of energy come whipping round you and smash into the, the Umber Hulk, it's not hard for this creature to be hit because it takes up so much space, but its shell, its exoskeleton is unlike any armor you have seen before. However, the magic penetrates it and cracks it, the first bolt leaving a large gash in it. The Umber Hulk looks unbothered. However, the second bolt hits in exactly the same spot, cutting through the exoskeleton and leaving a gaping hole in the chest of the Umber Hulk, who falls back on its hind legs, dead. Yeah! 
Okay, and hear a big sigh of relief from the dark. Oh, okay. <laughs> and as a bonus action, <laughs> I will uh, use my starry form archer again to hurl a radiant arrow towards the Neogi. It's That's seventy feet standing. away. Does that reach? Yeah, it does. Cool. Wait. Uh, no, it doesn't. Okay, so you can't do that. Oh, I read that wrong. Moves. I mean, you have you still got movement? You uh, haven't moved. Yeah, I do. I'll move thirty feet towards it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, and then and then I'll do that. Mhm. Which will be <sighs> fifteen to hit. Uh, that is exactly the number you need, my friend. Oh, sweet. I believe. Okay. Let me double check. Yes. Okay. And that will be... Oh, fuck you. Three damage. <laughs> Three damage, okay. The uh, the bolt flies uh, through the air and uh, strikes into the Neogi, who looks more pissed than anything, but really hurt. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, it is... Then Servant One's turn, who's going to take a swing at you. Uh, no, you moved 30 feet, so it's <laughs> they're going to sort of run towards you and get up to you. Okay. Um, <laughs> and they will take a swing, but miss horribly. Servant Two will run towards Samuel, who's closer, and take a swing. And you watch as Samuel just turns, the shock leaving his face as he just parries the blade. Then Yogi will uh, begin running towards the ship that's flying away. It has no way it's going to get on it, but it seems everything turn in the in an instant and begins turning and running towards the ship, almost calling out to it. It's at this point that over the horizon, you see the galleon oh. of the Void Howler yes. lifting up. <laughs> it comes in <laughs> at a speed unlike anything you've seen, and begins to drastically slow down and bring itself into range of the Death Spider. The spider-like craft is lifting off of the asteroid and it is turning, preparing itself to move away and as far off from this asteroid as it can get to protect its brood. Huh. It is at this point that you are sure somewhere on that ship the helmsman sees the Void Howler. The ship turns its angle to try and get an advantage, but the Void Howler is in the the high ground, as Obi-Wan Kenobi would put it. <laughs> you watch the Void Howler turn. And by turn, I mean it, it rotates. Its, it's uh, pitch rotates round so that the uh, port side cannons are facing directly out towards the Death Spider. You hear a sudden... <laughs> as all of the cannons fire in a line from tip to tip as these cannonballs soar through the void of space, each of them crashing into the Death Spider. Oh, shit. Which in turn opens up its back doors and fires out a string of ginormous crossbow catapult bolts that you have ever seen. They fire through the air, but unfortunately it's lesser angle means that they saw fly off into the void and just hang in outer gravity. You are standing on a rock floating through space. Above you, two ships, unimaginable to you from five days back, are now in all-out warfare. 
shots trading against each other in the space above you. That's sick. Every now and then, you just hear the ring of the cannon fire. There are two servants here that are still under Niyogi control, and they are bearing down on you. James, the Niyogi that is turning and running is 70 feet away from you. What do you want to do, my friend? Uh, I would like to... Well, I'm just going to magic missile the, the, the Niyogi, because fuck those guys. That's five on the first. Uh, three on the second for eight. And then number five, so that would be 13. 13, lovely. Bugs, what do you want to do? Uh, I think range-wise, no, anything is my light crossbow for that. Uh, your light crossbow has a range of 80 feet, so yeah, you could uh, yeah. roll at a standard... Um, uh, just a standard roll. Just a straight roll? Yeah, straight roll. 17. Uh, that will hit. Five, six. Six, lovely. Samuel, the the human, <laughs> is going to try and grapple the slave. It's really hard having a play with Sam. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, he, he fails to get a good grip on the slave in front of him. Wes, what do you want to do? How far away is the Neogi from me? From you? 80 feet. A javelin has a range of, what, 120 at a disadvantage, right? I believe so. Oh, I go for it. Go on. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Um, Zadar's gonna go for a little... He's gonna stretch his arms a bit, put his wall on his back, take the javelin out, get his shoulders going, rolling them, jumps back a couple feet. Are you gonna do, like, an Olympic run and throw? Yeah. Yeah, and then runs. <laughs> Okay, roll a disadvantage. Oh, that was awful. Um, seven. <laughs> oh, fuck, I really hoped you hit. Yeah, unfortunately, it goes wide <laughs> and doesn't even land anywhere near it. Um, oh, that, that was terrible. Damn it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sam, what do you want to do? Uh, you got this, come on. It's one left. Oh, uh, oh, I'm gonna. Mm, this is. Mm, mm, well, uh. You're 70 feet away, so you could move forward 30 feet if you wanted to, to make it closer. Yeah, but he's going to opportunity attack me, but I'm going to oh, do it Oh, anyway. yeah, that's true. You've got the human right next to you. He's a bambi. Yeah, I'll, I'll go towards the Miyogi. Okay, cause... so you move forward 30 feet. The human rolls and misses. They're rolling awful. Good. Um, and then I will use my second use of the star map guiding bowl. Yep. Uh, which will be... Uh, that's only 11, so he just... That will miss. Yeah, fucks that one up. Yeah. And then, obviously, bonus action. They can't all be Starry form. How many starry forms have you got? Uh, it doesn't have a limit. It's it's four ten minutes. Oh, sweet. Um, and that misses as well. He was he, he had a good run. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you were doing well. He's, he's done yeah. that. He's, he's peaked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. The other servant's just gonna chase after you. It's like, no, come back. It comes running after you, like just Wait. endlessly following the commands that it was given. Um, the Niyogi is uh, seeing the desperation of the fight happening above it, just sort of stops in its tracks, stunned, and uh, isn't sure what to do. Uh, it, 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 it's just stood there, looking up at the battle happening in the sky above you. And as you follow its gaze, you watch another barrage of cannon fire fire off. And one of the 
cannonballs goes a little wide but completely severs one of the large sails on the Death Spider. You watch as a fire breaks out on the open gunning deck of the Death Spider. Um, and what you think is hopefully the dead bodies of Neogi begin to uh, fall out of the back of it where, uh, where an explosion happens from the fire and the cannonballs that hit. Looks like that ship is going down. Good. James, <laughs> finish this Neogi off. Go on. Well, I will do uh, my last magic missile. Yeah. So I ain't gonna miss. Uh, so that will be two on the first one. Five and second for seven in total. And the third. So it'd be 11 points, but then I'm kind of small and it's bigger than me, so it's gonna take an extra three damage. Fury of the small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how do you want to do this? Um, it's just gonna, like, you know how it had, like, three fingers on one of its hands? Yeah. It's just gonna, like, knock off each finger almost like a <laughs> almost like a countdown it should be like three yeah it's two, like it's like holding two, three one, fingers one. hand up to the the deaf spider like reaching out for it and you watch the bolts just and as, cut the fingers yeah, off as the last one goes off it just sort of looks and then collapses in a heap yeah <laughs> the five of you because obviously Samuel's with you manage to subdue the human slaves and uh, watch as the fight above you continues. As one of the corpses falls from the ship, you watch the slaves sort of shake their heads and their clouded eyes clear and become much more human. Yes. The seven of you sit, stand, some of you tired, exhausted from the fight, and watch the escapade unfold above. The Void Howler, in full glory, takes down the Death Spider in a matter of minutes. <laughs> yes. That was totally epic. You hear the, the sound of the ship falling, the air rushing past all the open holes, the fire burning in the Death Spider as it begins to cascade towards the asteroid, ending the battle with a large... <laughs> as it crashes into the hard stone. That might have been better than I fireball. I mean, that made me a fan of fire. Like, look at that! that no. Oh, yeah. I'm so bizarre. You hear, as the air begins to quiet, as the smoke begins to disappear from the cannons, the distant cheering of the crew of the Void Howler. And then we look to the corpse on the floor of our party member, of our crew mm. member. There is a moment where Samuel is looking down at the desecrated oh. corpse of <laughs> Faye. He is clearly not dealing with it right now, adrenaline running through his body, but he looks devastated. What are the slaves doing? They look very confused, but also very relieved. They are just sort of sitting and standing. Hi. Uh, it's it's two males. They're no longer controlled. Yay! What if they didn't know they were being controlled? And I just told them that they were being controlled. Oh, did you not know? That's really One mean. of them, who has a bit more, seems to have a bit more of a grip around himself, says, "No, we knew. 
it is like a bad dream. Yay! Oh well, wakey wakey, eggs and bakey. Have you seen our ship? Oh yeah, it's it's wrecked. Yeah, it's not it's not in a good way. But but maybe I'm I'm a tinkerer. I fix broken things, so I can maybe help you. I don't know. I think we can also give you like a lift back, but they're probably gonna want compensation in the form of of your ship scraps. The other man sort of makes his way towards, uh, sort of gets himself up and says, "Well, we haven't got a crew anymore to be a part of, so it's not our ship anymore. Do what we want with it." Oh, all right. Would you like to get back to anywhere? We with that ship. Obviously, the one that just won. <laughs> uh, and they did say they'd take you back to a point if you want. There's a slight smile on one of the men's faces as he says, Yeah, I could do the drink. You could always join the crew, I guess. He looks up at the Void Howler and he says, This ship looks a little bit intense for us. Yeah, they do need a few more people for that, yeah. Just a few people have uh, left recently. <laughs> they look at the body of Faye One <laughs> on the floor. More recently than others? I mean, it was pretty chill while we were on there. Uh, okay. Halzian's just going to walk back into the group and he'll be like, well, um, that was a lot. Uh, you did amazing. Thanks. Um, you saw those little light things and then it hit it and then it hit it in the same place and it fell over in front of me. Um... Yeah, that, that that sort of happens. Um, so kind of um, instinct, I guess. Um, and then he'll be like, "You're impressive. That's what it is." Can can we, can we hug? <laughs> As it, and he's directing it at the group. Yeah. Hey, sorry, not you guys. The four of you move away oh. from the, the the quote unquote strangers and Samuel, <laughs> who's pretty much having his own morning moment for Faye, um, and embrace in a large group hug. Of course, matches and bugs <laughs> being much shorter than, We're in the middle. than Halsian and Zara are in the middle. Ha- Halsian will get onto his knees to yeah. make it a bit more of a equal. You, ha- you have to hug on your knees. Like, okay, hugs, all right, we're all alive. We basically clamber over Zadar because he's sort of, I imagine, just a bit unwilling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, just, you know, we'll get, like, we don't need to go for this long, okay? Just a small hug. Alright, I agree, Frit. Just long enough to make you really uncomfortable. No, no, I agree, Frit, for like two seconds. Max, no, <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> As you embrace and the camera pans slowly further back away from you all, the Void Howler beginning to make its descent back down towards the asteroid to pick you and the survivors up. One of the men says to the other, I guess it's our ship now. And he says, no, I think it might be their ship. And that is where we will end and leave the cosmic crew for the time being. Hey, welcome to Wild Space. Woo!
that was sick. Yeah. I'm so happy. I I'm so happy that I could nearly cry, but I, go on, I do it. Go to. on, do it. Cry for me, Sam. <laughs> Thanks for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this episode of We Speak Common Presents The Cosmic Causeway. Don't forget to head to wespeakcommon.com for a full list of where we're available online including our social media channels like Twitter and Instagram, as well as Patreon, which make projects like this possible. For a full track list of the music and sound effects used in this episode, head to the description below. Thank you.